0: And y'all already know, like y'all don't even, y'all don't even care that I say it anymore because I say it all the time that she's my favorite realtor. And there's nothing that you all can, nothing that any of y'all can do about it. It's a new business of life. It right. It'll get you right. We can't get you right. It's a new business life. It right. It'll get you right. We can't get right. It's a new business of life. Coach, right First right. day, yes. All right, now it's time. Time to get going. So excited uh, to welcome who I always, and y'all already know, like y'all don't even, y'all don't even care that I say it anymore because I say it all the time that she's my favorite realtor and it's nothing that you all can, nothing that any of y'all can do about it. She's my favorite period. Uh, this is Ms. Laquana Davis 11 years ago, you know, uh, you know, she said yes. And you know, I didn't go to Jerry, but she did say yes. Uh, we've been excited, uh, ever since. So uh, I want to introduce her. She's been in real estate, I guess, for about five years, um, has a background in social work. uh, But I'm going to allow her to really reveal who she is to you, because that's what the Realtor Life podcast is all about. Um, You know, just a quick uh, uh, introduction on the podcast itself. Um, It's, you know, as as a broker, as a realtor, I feel like we aren't um, respected, we aren't appreciated as individuals. People just kind of pigeonhole us. Um, and and I don't like that, I ain't like that. So I wanted to create a platform where realtors could come in and they could share their story and they could show and they could talk about some of the other passions that they have and reveal other uh, areas of themselves. As well as, you know, since I am a coach, uh, you know, there'll be an opportunity to kind of speak through some things, coach through some challenges, uh, and issues that um, my guests may have as a way for everybody that's paying attention can not only hear your story, but can also maybe learn something that they can apply into their business as, as well. So with that being said, uh, I want to introduce to you Miss Laquana Davis. What's up, Laquana?
1: Hello, everybody. How y'all doing?
0: <laughs> Messing around with your crazy husband. That's what... <laughs> All right. So should I should I call you Laquan or should I call you Q? Your friends call you Q. Q is fine.
1: Q is fine.
0: (laughs) Either one works. All right. Perfect.
1: My creative side, my
0: outside of real estate a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's let's start off with some hobbies or activities. What are some hobbies or activities uh, that you or your family are a part of?
1: Okay, so when we talk about hobbies, I am, um, I like to fix things. I've realized um, I will do a floorboard, um, dishwasher. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'll Google, I'll learn it, and I'll fix it myself. I will go yep. in there, I'll paint, I will do all the above. If I can find she- out a way to do it, I'm going to do it. Um, i love sports i love volleyball um track anything that requires a little bit of competition friendly competition um
0: <laughs> oh friendly competition uh <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I know you get you my get my kind of tough, brutal out there my tough mother miss kim we went out there and <laughs> and killed it <laughs> so yeah get a little dirty playing play a little mud every now and then yeah
0: absolutely okay so sports Uh, Mrs. um, Fix-It in the building. All right, perfect. Uh, You also mentioned about baseball and dance. Like, talk to me about some of those.
1: Oh, Okay, so my oldest daughter is in dance. You know, dance is my alter ego. You know, I like to dance, but I never did it professionally, you know, so I kind of lived through my children a little bit. Um, So my oldest, Madison, dance. Morgan does cheer. Um, so that's got that soccer mom going. Both of um Morgan and my son right now is doing baseball. So my life is at the baseball field at this point and Madison's doing track. So between them three, that's that's what I do. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: Back me to baseball park.
0: All right, good stuff, good stuff. And uh I just kind of want to remind everybody that's on because you're getting some great shout-outs out here, girl. You got a fan club. Uh, but you all, you know, if you have any questions, you know, keep it coming, keep the energy going. If you all have any questions, put them in the chat, you know, and we can, uh, we can talk about them. Uh, I can pose them to her as well. Again, this is just a great opportunity for us to get to know everybody. Uh, Kim Stubblefield said fishing. She said, don't forget about oh,
1: fishing. You were right, my country girl. So I am a country girl, yes. I, I didn't know when it was gonna come up, but yes, I love fishing, <laughs> y'all. I love the water. Right. Um, I had to teach my family how to fish.
0: Yeah, because she married a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, and I ain't got no bones about it. City, um, I don't know. about like
1: Yeah, we got a chance to take them camping. So it was really fun to pull out the, the tents and to go out there, throw the poles in the water. And yeah, so Kim, yes, we got to get together. We still got to do it <laughs> one day. Absolutely. We're going to do it.
0: Absolutely.
1: So yeah, I like fishing. I grew up on fishing.
0: So, okay. I'm so, not just
1: fishing, but you got to clean it and eat it because we don't throw fish back.
0: <laughs> hey, look, here's looking at you girl. Cause you know, i gonna be in the back with the camera, maybe posting it on Facebook or something like, look what they doing. Cause I ain't touching no scales or nothing. Yeah. other nothing. Um, all right. So these hobbies that you've got, that you become a part in, like what, what made you, what made you get involved with these particular hobbies and activities?
1: Um, I've just always been in sports. I've always run track. I've done, you know, in-school track. Um, What is the league, junior Olympics, whatever kind of leagues. We just always been into things growing up. Um, There was no sitting around in the house. You know, you're going to get outside. You're going to be active. You're going to do something. And that's just how I feel with my children. Like, we're not just going to sit around. You're going to do something. There's something that you can do. There's something that you can um, entertain that's going to build you up. You know, opposed to just not doing anything. So, for me, I'll, I'll drive around the earth. You know, as long as we're doing something productive, and it's with sports, it it teaches you how to overcome, right? And it teaches you resolution, conflict. It teaches you so much when you are engaged with others and and have to um, challenge yourself, and being able to to become a team and work together as teammates multiple individuals with different personalities so I just think it sports all the way around teaches you a lot
0: yeah absolutely okay so let, let's let's pivot a little bit uh, you know you're a real estate professional so now you've been in real estate five years
1: six Mr. Davis
0: six years okay I'm sorry and hey, look I, I forget how long I've been in it so I you know it is. Um, but what made you become a real estate professional You
1: know, put it on out there. All Go right. On, man. you got. The so, people want
0: to know. The people want to. This
1: is my story, y'all. It's my story, my life. I love it. So I was a social worker, and I am. I still am a social worker at heart. Um, I did social work for twelve years, and so when I got married, uh, my husband was a businessman, and I knew nothing about business. Nothing. Nothing. So when he would be like, "I'm at meetings, and I'm this, and I'm that," and I'm like, "Man, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> that. It didn't last that long, this and that. And so being two years into marriage, you know, for those that have been married, you know, those are your trying times and you're just trying to learn each other. You're trying to gel. You're trying to do all these blended, you know, you're trying to blend each other. So one day I just woke up and I just felt like the Lord told me that I needed to be a part of his world. And so I didn't tell him, I just went and signed up for real estate classes. And then after I signed up, then I said, hey, I would like to go to real estate school. And he was like, oh, OK, well, you know, call this person, do this and do that. And I was like, "Uh, I've already signed up. I'm already, you know, I'm already signed up. i mean,
0: class four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't want it to, I wanted him to know that it was something I wanted to do, something that, you know, the purpose and thought in my head um, was that something like, I didn't want it to be, I didn't want to be tainted. That was my thought at the time. So I wanted to put in all the action and in the work and things like that to, to get it done. And so that's how I became, um, started going to real estate school. Then once I got to real estate school, it took me about three tries, to success. I'm not a good test taker, but I got it done. And I worked, I did real estate and I worked social work. So before I quit, I did both. And then I got to the point where I was like, you know, I'm doubling my salary, not doubling, I met my salary because I did double nothing at that time. Um, I felt like I could leave, like I was ready, like I was like, I've proved to myself that there's more that I can do, right? Um, and with social work, sometimes you can just kind of hit that ceiling, right? Still love help people, but there was nowhere else I could go. So now I'm seeing that I have all these op- different opportunities that, that's, raising the bar for me so i'm ready to go and he's like no <laughs> not yet
0: <laughs> we were not ready i'm not ready,
1: <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, at about a week i just walked into the brooks and davis office and was like yeah i'm about to jump mm-hmm. i'm about to jump so i left my job i jumped, jumped on
0: out there and jump she did boy so good good all right and that was what was that yet. about that was about three years ago four years ago yep about Mm -hmm. four years ago so how's it been how's it been for you
1: it's been good it's been it it has really blessed me um and i and i tell everybody that i i I never wanted to be a salesperson but i always wanted to help i always wanted to give back right that's still my hardcore and getting into it I, i had a hard time because i kept seeing myself as a salesperson but it wasn't until I changed my thought process of, you're still helping people, you're still giving back, you're still meeting the needs of the people out here in your community. And once I found another avenue to do it in real estate and changed my thought process, that's when I began to, the momentum and the volume and things like that begin to pick up for me because now I wasn't as timid of trying to be something I'm not, right? right. So I went back to my own, my own core value, which was to help the community and families and things like that and be a change agent so
0: good stuff so if you if you were not a realtor like what would you be like if you if you had not become a real estate professional what do you think that you would have you would be doing
1: probably still helping families (laughs) i i yeah
0: still been a social worker
1: yeah i work for the state family-based safety services um all of those all of those different divisions under the state um Foster care system, did private agency. So anything that has to deal with the family, the children, um, helping those overcome obstacles and things like that, I think I would still be in that arena.
0: Good. So the good thing is you can still do that and just make make a lot more money doing it. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. And I'm
1: the, just the fact that the, I'm still responsible for lives. In my, in my in my the way I see it, I think I'm still being used as the vessel. Mm -hmm. you know somebody's brought to me they're brought to me for a reason but i'm just not it's just not to the stress level and i can still be there for the kids the family and and not have have an early death of stress to that extent
0: absolutely (laughs) absolutely we don't want that i'm not ready for you to leave baby not yet not yet um so Okay. So how do you balance it all then? So, you know, we got the dance, we got the sports, you know, we got the track, but then, you know, you have your, your real estate business, you, you know, you're building momentum and traction. So what are some of the things that you do? Like, how does that affect, you know, your business and your passions working together? How do you blend it?
1: Well, let me just starting off for my mom. It was tough starting off. So let me just go back. Cause I'm here now and I got it all kind of a little bit figured out, not always figured out <clears throat> when I first started I had them babies in the car with me. <laughs> I didn't know. I, like I said, I just jumped, you know, saying this is what I'm going to do, right? And had to figure out, okay, well, when you got a showing, where are these little babies going? <laughs> right? What's, what's happening? Dad's at the office. He's in meetings. What are we doing? Right? I have to say, okay, we're going to we pick them up from school and y'all mama got a showing. I had the babies in the car and we, they rode around with me the entire time. I just had to explain to my client, hey, I'm a mama. Like I'm a baby, got your food, got everything y'all need. You know, mama got to do these things. So it was challenging starting off um, and trying to figure it out. And, and now that they're a little bit older, but you know, it wasn't at the point where I could leave them at the house by themselves or anything like that. So they just had to roll with mama and they ran around the house, the houses. And I just said, I'm sorry client. They think this is a house too, you know? <laughs> but now that they got older and things like that and things kind of slowed down um, and a little bit more family support and things like that, we've been able to balance it better, you know? I just think that um, as you continue to push forward, things things are trying to start to find their spot and their place. And I mm-hmm. think that's kind of what, what's happening. Um, as i continue to go to different levels it becomes more challenging because then you got different levels of, of kids right as they grow they, they hit different levels you hit different levels so you got to re, revamp it all over again mm-hmm. and um, so still still it's ever evolving basically
0: yeah but so it's
1: what not about as as when they were little
0: yeah so what about you know now as they they've gotten older and uh, based on what you talked about earlier and how involved the kids are like you being there for their things, like for the track meets and for the baseball games and the baseball practices. Like how do you, like how does how do you handle that? Like how do you how do you handle that on top of your business growing?
1: Um, you gotta schedule it out. Um I remember last year I would go to one baseball game. I'll schedule showings on the same side as that baseball game. Hey, dude, I got one game for you. Then I leave the game, go do my showings, try to make it back. you know it's just it's just scheduling calendars, things like that are very important um, digital stuff, all that stuff like that. I know I still got work to do. I like to write all my stuff down, um technology you know going to my phone doing like this all day i just, it messes with my brain, so I'm still working on that, but i do, I do write things down a lot and try to organize it. On paper for me to see visually, see and have a hands-on touching type of thing, Um, but I do try to be there because that's the whole point of me getting into real estate is to have that time to be there and support them and things like that. But there's going to be times where Mama just can't go.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So, but I'm gonna make sure that's not too many times.
0: of course not mama's always there mama gonna make sure she does she she pushing daddy out the way to make sure she does so it's all good um all right so let's pivot a little bit and let's talk about maybe some of the challenges and things and see if there's some coaching opportunities that you know that can that can come out of this and maybe help those that are checking things out you know one of the questions that that I ask in the questionnaire is like what are your biggest life challenges and you know you remember what you put down Okay, so you spoke about the virtual learning with the kids uh, and not losing momentum of the business and time challenges. So you want to kind of expound a little bit more on on that as a challenge for you?
1: Oh, yeah. So when when the kids first became going virtual, you know, that kind of stifled. Right. Because then I had to become a teacher, you know, uh, what, cafeteria lady. Uh all the above, whatever they do in the school with 20 people, one person now has to do it in a household, right? Mm-hmm. And so it calls you you I can't be gone during the daytime doing showings and things and then make sure if the kids are doing what they're supposed to do. I got eight nine-year-olds, okay? They're very active children. There somebody gotta be there. <laughs> so I think that was a little bit of frustration as far as the transition of doing all of those things uh, when it first hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but once I trained them, got the house set up, school inside the house, desk everywhere, people got their own compartments and things like that, that helped to solidify, okay, this is where it is. For me, I just didn't want to, sometimes I, I feel myself putting my foot on the brake if I feel like things are gonna be too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it causes the momentum to slow down um, as I'm driving, you know, traffic, right? And then I look up and I'm having to like a chainsaw, like like or, or the motor to restart it again. Yeah. And by that time, I'm closer to the end of the year trying to restart because I put the brakes on. And yeah. so this year I'm just trying to, regardless of what happens, don't put the brakes on and just see how far it goes. Yeah. Don't intentionally put the brakes on just keep going and let things just kind of fall into place.
0: Because yeah, what it, what it kind of sounds like you're saying, what it kind of sounds like you're saying is, is that, you know, when you get the ship moving to have to restart it, it takes a lot of energy just to get it back started, right? I think mm-hmm. chemistry, they use the, the term is called activation energy. Like when they're trying to, when they're doing a chemical equation, um, and they have these two components that are supposed to turn into some new element, well, to, they have to have something that activates those two components to get the chemical reaction to begin taking place. Uh, again, it's kind of like when you got a big boulder and you're trying to move that big boulder where the, where the majority of your energy and effort goes into just getting it to move the first inch or two inches. But once that thing is rolling, then at that point, it doesn't require as much energy to keep it going. Uh, so what it sounds like you're saying is, is that previously, you were feeling the impact of that, like, you know, for whatever reason, you were putting your foot on the gas, you know, you, you didn't want to experience that overwhelmingness of what you were doing. But then you found yourself having to exert so much energy every time you was trying to get your business going. So, so with seeing that, now that you're going in 2021, well, first, let me ask you this question. Do you feel like last year with the COVID and the virtual learning, do you feel like it caused you to take your foot off the gas in 2020?
1: Uh, no, I think, and it goes back again, because I think it started at the end of 2019, mm. going into 2020, right? It was a stopping point. So the first half of 2020, you're gearing back up. Right? So even though we were doing the COVID and the uh, virtual learning, you're trying to generate that pipeline again, get that momentum going again, getting out there and doing those things. So I think it, it goes back even to the following year when you talked about starting it up at 2020, I think for 2019 going into 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I got it going by March, April, yeah, I mean, I don't think it hindered at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good. So, uh, and again, I just want to remind everybody, uh, like I said, you got some fans out here. Kim Stubberfield just applauding you. Tanya Newton talking about the good life. Um, you know, if y'all have any particular specific questions if some of the th- you know, she's told us a lot about herself. So if y'all have any uh, specific questions that y'all want me to dig a little further, just let me know. I have the chat open uh, and we can definitely do that. So now uh, one of the other things we talked about your challenges to your real estate career. You know, one of them you mentioned about grasping how big you want to go in real estate, right? Tapping into different ways of marketing and different ways of getting income. Like, uh, what? go into a little bit more detail about what you mean, what you meant by that.
1: Well, okay, so I am a real estate agent, right? But I do feel like there's other avenues in real estate that can generate income and Mm -hmm. and passive income. So, you know, I want to do... um, and flips, in or have a rental property or um, provide services that can generate income in a, in a different way, a, whether that's educational services, whether that's, you know, um, trainings or, you know, other professionals or, you know, buyers, sellers, however, you know, you want to put it, I want to start paying more attention to those avenues as well.
0: Okay. And, and have you kind of figured out like how you're going to approach, incorporate those into your current, the current business model that you have?
1: I think about it a lot. I have not. That's where you're coming right? You're my coach. You get there.
0: <laughs> I know. I was just trying to pull that out of you so you can tell the people.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. So no, yes. So,
0: it's you know, a work I, in progress. I it, but
1: that's what we're working through. Right. Yeah. I think I want, you know, I'm doing the mentor program because eventually I want to have a team. Eventually I want to be a broker. You know, yeah, I think I
0: think, uh, I think one of your mentors is on here, huh? Marvet, is Marvette on here? Give you a shout out.
1: Hi, Miss Marvette, I, I thought I thought, you were, thought she was at work. Hey lady. But um,
0: <laughs> well, go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you out.
1: But there's different things that I am thinking about and it is, you know, there's one thing to have a thought and one thing to iron it out and it's one thing to put it into action. So there's a lot of moving pieces. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm trying to be consistent on Facebook and and all these different social media platforms and making sure that people see me and, you know, that I'm out here and and I stay on top of their minds. And then, you know, to try to build a business to where you are overseeing individuals, you want to make sure that you're right, you know, so Mm -hmm. hopefully as we continue to do our coaching and things like that, that we can, you can get me there.
0: Absolutely. Oh, I'll get you there. That's what I do. I get agents to where they trying to get to.
1: I'm going to get to where I'm trying to go.
0: There we go. So, um, do you have a journal?
1: Yep. I have a, a whole bunch of, you know, I got all these doggone journals around this house.
0: You need one though. Can, you, can <laughs> we get one journal? <laughs> uh, the reason I asked about the journal is because for you, I think you like to keep a lot of things in your head uh, and you kind of, you need to begin to build this habit within yourself of getting it out of your head and getting it on paper. Because um, it's, it's hard to build strategy and structure around things that are inside of your head. Like you really need to see it on paper and think through it. Uh, and the journal is a great tool to utilize that because you got, especially for somebody like yourself that likes to write things out, you know, When you sit down and you think about, okay, well, how am I going to incorporate, say, flipping houses into my current business model? Well, you can sit down with your journal and a pencil and then just start writing all the stuff that comes to your mind and and begin to not just strategize it in your head, but you're strategizing it in your head and you're strategizing it on paper. And they just kind of work back and forth. And then what will end up happening is, is that you'll begin to see where it is or, or what the next step needs to be or the, the next item that needs to be focused on or incorporated to help you move to that next level. Um, so that's, one, that's definitely one of the things that I would encourage you to do uh, is really be intentional about pulling the stuff out of your head as often as possible. Keep your journal with you all the time, no matter, because here's the thing that I know about ideas. Well, I know about that for me. They always come when I'm in the shower or when I'm driving, uh, they always come when you not in a position to capture it, right? So, you know, you know, one of the things that I had to figure out was either get a better memory and, and hold on to that thing until I get out the shower, as soon as I turn the water off, try to rush to my phone or whatever to capture it, um, or, you know, or again, have a journal, something that's real easy, not too complicated, not too heavy. You know, I just use this this, this standard composition folder. This is it right here. This is all I use for my journals, real easy. I put it in my backpack, take it wherever I want. And then when those moments of inspiration hit, then I have it with me and I can capture it quickly. Uh, because another thing that I do know is that when your subconscious mind feeds you something, it's there for a few moments and then that thing disappears. So you better capture it as soon as you can because I believe that that's the subconscious mind giving you clues to ultimately what it is that you're trying to do. I feel like our subconscious mind knows how to create everything that we want, all of our life's dreams and desires. Our subconscious mind already knows how to do it. And it gives us little clues for us to utilize within our conscious mind to to begin to build it out and create it. So... You know that's definitely one thing. Uh, Kim Kim Stubblefield recommended OneNote, says that that's an excellent notebook. Uh, Kim, is that a digital? Oh yeah, e notebook, so that's a digital book. OneNote. Look, she already. tried. She told you about her and, uh, her inadequacies with technology, Kim. Kim, like you better step it up, step the technology game up. <laughs> <laughs> it's here to make you more efficient. <laughs> All right, so look, we're gonna be wrapping this up real soon. So if you guys have any last-minute questions or comments that y'all wanna um, give to her, please make sure you utilize the chat, uh, and we can and we can do that. Um, Lakwana, are there any things that you wanna share with the people? You know that you wanna let people know. I know there's a lot of there's some affiliates that's watching. There's some new agents that's watching. There's some seasoned agents, you know, that's watching. You know, and they may not be, you know, satisfied with where they're going. And they may, you know, some of the things that you've talked about may have resonated, you know, with them. Is there is there any any advice that you want to give to the people?
1: So the advice that I would give is that even when, when I first started off, you have to create habits. Um and and continue to create the habits. I know when I first left, I just I just came up to the office every day. I just I creating a habit and being around real estate anywhere that I can. I wasn't in the office. I was just going out to different communities or going out to different, anything that I could be around or talk about real estate. When you do that, that helps you feel the part, help you become part of that um, as a real estate agent or a new career. It kind of just helps you solidify that position within yourself more so. Um, stay encouraged. Stay um, encouraged find your find your niche don't don't so much look at everybody out there because then you kind of get confused um but you do need to have that focal point of work person or thing or entity that where you're trying to go if someone's been there, gravitate to them um but don't get so lost with looking at others on the outside that you don't move for yourself so um but I wish the best luck for everybody you know I, I'm here you can ask me any questions you can say anything um I'm just an open book, but I'm here to help wherever I can. And I love everybody. I don't know. (laughs) Get out here and get it. It's enough out here for everybody.
0: I'm the only one you love.
1: (laughs) But um,
0: You do love everybody. Of
1: course. Don't give in, don't give up. It is challenging. It can be overwhelming at times. But in the end, if you stay consistent and you stay focused, you can be successful.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So a couple of comments from everybody. Kim says that uh, she's in the same boat as it relates to technology. So that's why she knows OneNote uh, is a good one. So it seems like OneNote is for the person that is technologically challenged. (laughs) You might want to look at that. Michelle Hay says, thanks for sharing. Uh, Angel's iPhone. I don't know who that is. So whoever you, whoever is Angel's iPhone, if you put your name in it, I can give you a shout out. Uh, but they said it's awesome taking on wearing multiple hats, doing what it takes to accomplish your goals, no matter what. Uh, they agree 100% with immersing themselves and learning the ropes and whatever they're doing and trying to do. So uh, that was one of the things that they mentioned as well. The um, so great, man! I think you did. I think you did excellent as far as uh, educating the people today because uh, this is one of those things that you've been intentional about. Uh, taking more advantage of because you're not really the person to want to be in camera and be on podcasts so so Mm -hmm. let's talk about talk a little bit about that that transition in you because I know that in a a while ago a podcast video being on the stage like you like man I don't want nothing to do with it so what has (laughs) what what do you think has uh contributed to or what, what, because I'm pretty sure you're not the only person. Like, I know there are people out here that are apprehensive about this. I know it because I hear it all the time. That's why they don't want to be on my podcast. I'm like, it's easy. Um, but they see people like myself or other people, and they say, oh, no, it's, that's just you. Like, they make it feel like we have a superpower. But we ain't got no superpower. We just kept going, going at it. So what, what do you think constituted to you and your transition of finding more comfort? in uh, doing things like
1: this? I had to become more comfortable with being okay with making a mistake, Mm -hmm. of it not being perfect um, in my head or hearing myself talk and speak and mess up a couple of times. When I first did the first couple of ones, I said, okay, if you mess up, you just mess up. Let them tell you you messed up and then you try to do better next time. Like I had to tell myself that like 15 times before I pressed live, you're gonna mess up, it's okay. You get, the, you get it. the good thing is you get a chance to do it again, and then you get a chance to do it again. And then I just tell myself, well, you know what? Somebody may like the mess up. They may actually find it funny and cute or quirky or whatever the case may be, right? But it took me hours to press play, live, record. And I, what I did was I started recording myself first, watching it and then posting it. And then, because then I could be like, okay, let me change it, let me do it over again. <laughs> uh, but then when I did my first live I was like it's live it's out there you can't take nothing back so if your hair wasn't right if the hair was up your frown was upside down it don't even matter it's out there but you're still Laquana right I'm still here I, I didn't die I you know I didn't nothing happened people still liked it even if they thought negative it don't matter I did it and then I felt good about it like I did it like okay I did it it wasn't as bad or humongous as i made it to be i did it
0: so So it helps your confidence it really it really feeds into your confidence
1: yeah i still gotta gear myself up like i was nervous about this why am i nervous i'm talking to michael (laughs) g david with my husband what are we we nervous about right but again you just gotta quiet that that feeling and that bring that calmness over you and just just be like i'm talking i'm just gonna have a conversation we're just gonna talk about it and um I
0: think, I, but you know what I think because I don't really want to gloss over that last statement that you made about the feeling, and you know that you're—it's always going to be there, right? Like i have done who knows how many of these that I've done, um but if I were to, you know, when I go and I go to, you know, other people and they they interview me and I'm a guest, like that feeling—you're going to be nervous, like it's going to be there, um, because you want it to be good, you don't want to make a mistake, but you don't really know what to expect. Uh, so I, I, you know. I, I, I wanna piggyback off of what you said so people can understand, we're not sitting here saying uh, one day you're gonna wake up and you never gonna feel nervous again. Like you never gonna feel anxious again. You never gonna feel fear again. Like them, they come, they coming, period. Uh, but what, what you become better at doing is you become better and getting more skilled at how to manage it. Like when you get nervous, like how do you manage that? When you get fearful, like how do you manage it so it doesn't stop you from moving forward in the direction that you want to move in, so I just wanted to uh, enhance a little bit about that. Uh, Elizabeth saying taking accountability and acknowledging mistakes, taking accountability and acknowledging your mistakes is uh, pretty much R. I don't know what she was going with that, but yes, Elizabeth, taking accountability and acknowledging your mistakes, I'm gonna finish it for you. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. Right. It helps you grow. It's a great. It helps you grow. So, um, all right, man. So I, I appreciate you, Laquana. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting Thank you. Thank me. It's not as hard as uh, everybody is saying it is to be a guest on my podcast. I want to interview every single every single one of y'all. I see y'all, Kim, Michelle, Rhonda, Ellen, Valerie, all of y'all. I want all of y'all to be Tanya. Well, Tanya already been on it. She did an excellent job. So Tanya is going to be launched in, a, in, a, in another week. But I want all of y'all to be guests. All right, so thank you again, LaQuana. Thank you so much. You're uh, thank you guys. The um, again, I'm launching. We're launching. We're launching on Thursday. Uh, and if you're interested in becoming a guest, and if you need the link, uh, then it's real simple. Bitly backslash Realtor Life Podcast. Bitly backslash Realtor Life Podcast. I push it everywhere, uh, or just text me and I'll send it to you. I mean, that's how we roll. All right. So uh, for those that want to take advantage of the CE credit, this is just a reminder of, you know, what we need to do uh, for you all to take advantage of that hour every week. Um, If you are interested, you know, whether you're looking at the podcast, whether you're looking at the Create Your New Life, uh, and again, you heard something that really stood out to you. You want to learn more about our brokerage firm. um, You want to be with the kind of brokerage firm that offers the level of nurturing, uh, that we do here, then let's schedule an online or in-person com- company introduction and uh, uh, let's get to know one another. And again, great places to uh, engage with us, uh, YouTube, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like our Facebook business page, the YouTube channel, we have videos, two to three videos a week. So it's a great resource to go to uh, of all the content and, and get an idea of the, 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 um, the identity of Brooks and Davis. Uh, and then our Facebook group, I mean, our, our Facebook page is like, again, our Bulletin Board of Events, so you can stay abreast of everything that we have going on. Uh, and then finally, you know, just a recap of our different events, uh, in about uh, 45 minutes, we're going to be going live on our Facebook business page. So, hey, look, we're going to be talking about Valentine's Day tickets. So you guys, uh, I mean, Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl. So you guys go ahead and hang up here and go to the Facebook page and look for the live notifications. Uh, because we're going to jump on there pretty soon again if you're on clubhouse i'm going to be on there this this evening at 705 and we're going to be talking a little bit more i'm gonna see if i can convince laquana to uh come in the room with me uh and then we just use the same mic on clubhouse uh, to discuss some things so maybe maybe i can talk her into it at 705 so we'll see (laughs) and then um we have our lunch and learn on tomorrow i meet the broker on thursday and uh, again i'll finish it with saying we're launching a new podcast want all of you all to be guests uh, so get that that guest questionnaire filled out because the it didn't take you that long to fill that questionnaire card out. It took what five minutes, six minutes, it's easy, seven minutes, <laughs> by eight, ten eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take that too. It's we'll take worded one. a little
1: weird. but don't think too much. I just after I talked to Mr. Davis, um, yeah, I just wrote what what was coming to my mind. So don't don't overthink it.
0: That's right. Don't overthink it. All right, but with that being said, I am your host, Michael G. Davis, mm-hmm. CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. Uh, this has been our Create Your New Life and our Realtor Life podcast with Miss Laquana Davis. It's been a blast. Looking forward to coaching you all into the cosmos because it's time to take off. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks,
1: babe.